You have heard it said that politics flows downhill from culture. And what does culture come from? This question reminds us of the Enlightenment-era arguments over nature and nurture, of all that we observe in mankind, which parts are innate to us, and which parts are the results of our surroundings. What behaviors can one explain away, dismissing them by saying we were born this way? And which responsibilities can be offloaded to our environment? This, these ideas and this question comes at a time where uh, we are observing the continual shift in society away from what might be considered materialistic. But when you look into the world of philosophy, when you look into questions of metaphysics and what is reality, materialism is very rarely seen as anything other than the pursuit of raw materials the pursuit of the physical world. It has a hard time even answering what human flourishing is other than material gain. And so if we were to engage from the world of philosophy, especially in the terminology of it, and this is where philosophy oftentimes gets mistaken, but if we were to address what materialism is, we would have to look at what it, or we'd have to look at a belief system that organizes in the, the world into such a way that there is only material. There is no, it has a hard time dealing with things like abstract objects, maybe even the mind and the soul are non-existent to some, uh, in this kind of environment, right? Materialism says that all things that exist, exist within the material world, or these are versions of it perhaps even caricatures of it. But materialism, so being, or yeah, being materialistic, being materialistic is more often used as an accusation against individuals, cultures, communities, groups, whatever, generations even. It's not uncommon in our day and age to hear that label thrown at boomers and Gen Z, or not even Gen Zers, but boomers and you know, older generations that lived in times of moderate prosperity to great prosperity, I mean, okay. And and so it is a it is more often used as a slight than a description. So let's move let's 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 be uh, let's ask ourselves this important question. But before I ask the question, I can give you what is it, Betteridge's law on I'll give you a hint. Betteridge's law on was it headlines? I think I think some people will know what I'm talking about. But Betteridge's law on headlines. If a question is asked as a headline, it's safe to assume that the answer is. Go from there. So let's ask ourselves the question: Is gun culture materialistic? This is a term that we use against one another, or it is an example that you see often in our society, but more even specifically for those of us who are involved in, let's call it gun culture, and you see it in various forms, but some of them might be more humorous and lighthearted. Uh, if you're, it, no one cares about your kit, you're gonna be a loot drop. Uh, and sometimes it is anything but. It's criticisms against people for only pursuing material goods and not having anything deeper, whether that is character, whether that is a vision for the future, or whether that is even a soul of some sort in this weird way you would want to talk about it. So let's ask, these, let's let's ask ourselves this question once again. Is gun culture materialistic? 
the ways that we are going to answer this don't come easy. Because we're stuck with the questions of the I mean the the, the answers that we're, that, that we're going to come the answers that we're going to reach from this don't come easy, but they do take a little bit of time and it is important for us to pull back from what our preconceived notions are and look at it as a whole and look at it in its parts. Sure, it's easy to become jaded and say that all we are doing is pursuing material gain, and there's a criticism to be said there, but what is it that is our values? What are the things that we believe in? Because if we were a materialistic value, then the answer would be something like the purpose of the Second Amendment is to own more stuff, simply to be in possession of more items. But then where do we get the idea of possession? Where do we get the idea of what we believe to be right and true and good? Is it really such that we organize ourselves simply by material possessions? Let's look at different hierarchies or hierarchies. Again, I still haven't decided how it's pronounced because I forget between recordings. But let's I'm going to use the word hierarchy for this one. Do we have a definitive hierarchy on the possession of gear? Yes and no. There's a certain element to it. There are certain items that are seen as status symbols. But our evaluations on somebody's worthiness are not purely symbolic, are purely identified by their, their kit setup. Because, hey, a person can have the perfect kit setup but not be in shape and their value in gun culture is less. So are we a what would be what would that be then? Is that is that meritocracy? He who can shoot the best has the greatest value in our society. Is that what we value the most? What is it that we value most in our in gun culture and what are the things that we believe in? Because I from the beginning we've addressed the issue and we've already started answering the the the, the cat or the cats out of the bag, I guess, at this point in time. Betteridge's law of headlines is if a question is asked in a headline, the answer is no. Or most likely no. <laughs> it is what it is. So what is it that what is it that we order our values on? If you look at gun culture, if you look at the people who own firearms in the United States, it's not purely about, let's just say, possession. They cost money. They're not exactly an investment. Some can be, some are certainly are not. Some you, th you get this, that, and the other, but it's not like you're buying stonks or using it to acquire more goods. We generally consider that immoral. It's not only that our skills is the only thing. I mean, you can take somebody who is extremely skilled in a firearm and they will have a larger amount of value, but there are things that that person can do or say or believe that are detractors. Even gun culture as a whole, uh, how the, the, the conversation ab about gatekeeping went over the last five years is like you can have all the stuff and all the skill sets, but if you hold a worldview where you some people are given exclusive, should have exclusive access to what we consider the right to bear arms, then your value in gun culture goes down, or you have it's it's you are a betrayal of the values of gun culture, of the United States, of the American, of the of the people who live here. So we're not even getting to, or we're, we're moving in a direction, but we're moving in a direction of identifying more and more and more what it is we value, what is it that we we look after. 
because we're going to go up the mountain and we're going to go down the other side. So when we so let's talk about what our values are and what is it are we even materialistic as a whole? Well, maybe some parts are. There certainly are there certainly are we are able to find some people, some examples who have most likely less weight uh, in the culture than their accusations are given than those than their accusers imply. But there, but it is not simply the possession of stuff that I that sits at the top of our value. That we have, we believe in things other than that. We've addressed stuff. We've addressed skills. Now we have to go one step deeper, and that is, you know, maybe it's culture itself, or is there a value? Is it what we think to be right and true and good that really makes us who we are? You have heard it said that politics flows downhill from culture, but what does culture come from? Where does that where is that originated? Is culture merely a description of our of the normative beliefs in a community? In there you have the answer. It is the beliefs. It comes from our beliefs. It comes from what we care about, what we think about. And where there is contradiction between what we claim to care about and what we actually pursue in our day, or we what we actually pursue in our day in our day daily lives, where we betray our stated values with our acted decisions. Sometimes we act first, and then create justifications for those actions, which eventually solidify into beliefs. But at other times, we consider a right way to live and then pursue it. Both of these ideas can be corrupted. We can allow bad behaviors to become bad habits while continuing to justify them, letting our actions lead our beliefs, or we may intellectually know what is the right thing to do and instead choose to betray it. We can be led by our actions. We can be led by our mind. We can refuse both. We can corrupt both. The idea that we are a materialistic society oftentimes comes in a period of time, but it also com it, uh, it also arrives between generations. The the accusation, I think many of us will understand it rather clearly, that the idea of our culture, maybe it's just Western culture, maybe it's American culture, maybe more specifically it's gun culture, it would be accused of being materialistic, comes at a time where people are accusing usually the prior generation. It's usually thrown at boomers. Let's just get to the point, right? It's usually thrown at the prior generation who place so much emphasis on stuff and things that they left their children without beliefs. I've even used arguments similar to this. But are we that w even if that way w is was true in the past, are we that way are we that way anymore? Or even more granular, which direction are we moving in? Materialism 
which is different than naturalism. This is not materialistic thinking or, or acting in a materialistic way, but materialism does resemble naturalism. And naturalism was a belief system that was very, very popular during the 1900s. But it's losing traction. And just because it's losing traction or, dis or diminishing doesn't mean it couldn't be true. Truth doesn't require the beliefs of people to be true. However, what are some examples of that? Wouldn't the... What, what, what are some examples that would inspire materialism? Oh, well, denial, denial of the mind or the heart means that we are, only one, we are only chemicals spinning around in this world, and then we should eat, drink, and be happy for tomorrow we die. You could find a whole bunch of explanations, and I don't even think that's a very strong one, the one that I just gave. But there are examples in our society of how we look at the world and where we place our values at, and what foundations was a materialistic culture built on. What foundations? What what was what were the original ideas? What were the wor what were the books and the concepts and the writing that inspired it? When you ask the question, which way, Western man, do you take revolution or do you go philosophy? Which came first? The ideas that inspired what we call we can call materialistic beliefs were the ideas that were sort of in, in many ways across the culture, the shutting down and the shuttering of anything that demanded anything of us. Right? So it's, it's this li it is never-ending libertine focus. If you want it, it can be good. It's not necessarily a response or a rejection of asceticism. Well, it's, a, it is a, it's a, the opposite of asceticism, but it's not simply a pendulum swinging to and from asceticism, but it is, in this sense, a belief system. You can see that I have ink on my hands. I was writing today. And <coughs> so that, yeah, I mean, if you're distracted, if you're watching on YouTube and you're distracted by that, I, I apologize. But gun culture, as we look at it now, we've had, you know, gear acquisition. We've had plenty of that going on. Some people are at different places in the journey, but that's where we've been. We've also seen training expand through people like Orion Training Group, through Cogworks, through some other companies. I mean, we're seeing that going on. Even Grantham talking about, you know, go get training. And then we're, and now we're looking at that precipice where we need to keep going. And which way are we going to go? Are we going to step back into the dark ages of materialistic beliefs or are we going to go forward and perhaps even dissolve our values across the culture absorbing it and pulling ourselves forward the things that we value in gun culture are not as simple as possessions and we all know this but do we know what our true values are? I believe the answer is yes. 
take that beverage. I believe the answer is yes. I believe that we do know we are digging into and we are engaging with these hard questions. And that's why we are here. And that's why we can say, no, I don't think gun culture is fundamentally materialistic. I think that it occasionally has materialistic bends. The tools are, an ends are means to an end. They are not the means themselves. Well, most of the time. I think the Second Amendment might make an argument to the opposite, that the possession of arms is itself the ends, the means to an end itself. Yeah, yeah. So we'd have to kind of parse that one more time, but for the sake of the argument, let's let it go. If we were to say that we are materialistic, we would have to say that possession is sufficient. And we don't think that way. We don't think that way at all. Rather, we believe that we are, we have, we are, we own firearms, we, we engage in gun culture for something more, something deeper. So let's continue that on. So in closing, in closing, when we engage with one another, let us not use our words foolishly, accusing one another of being materialistic. Such words should not be thrown around too lightly, I suppose. But I think we are moving past the time where that 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 uh, that dagger has. I think I think that I think that accusation has lost most of its sting, and for a reason, because most of us are no longer this way. And if we were, I mean, if we were, we've moved on, and if we never were, then so be it. I do I do believe that gun culture is not in the state of being materialistic. Instead, we are pointing our eyes forward to where we are going to go and what we're going to do, what we believe in, where we seek wisdom. So yes, we will pursue skills. We will get better at things. We will learn how to, uh, you know, we will learn uh, learn how to expand our capabilities. But we also are pursuing things that are more meaningful. And some of those are community, and some of those are culture based. And we are trying to produce culture. And you produce culture by focusing on belief, and then living out that belief and acting it out in your community. That's how you build culture best way that I've seen how you build culture. It just has to metastasize so rootly that it's identifiable, but even before it's identifiable, it will have its effect. And if you want to have an effect in this world, give concern to what you believe, which is one of the reasons why we're putting on this show. It's one of the reasons why you're here, right? This is why we're talking about it. So. In closing, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. If you want to support the channel, you can head over to redactedllc.com, jump in on the pre-orders and the shirts and the, and the merch that we're keeping on. Or if you want to support us and join into forms of conversation, you can head over to redactedculture.locals.com, support us. That's where we're at. But above all these things, concern yourself with what you believe to be right and true and good, and then go forth and conquer.